You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hope you're having a great day and hoping we can make it a little bit better here. Um, We have a great episode for you. But first, don't forget to leave a review Leave us five stars, or is it four stars? Five stars. Five stars, not four stars. Um, Feel free to leave comments when you listen on YouTube or watch the clips on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you're paying attention and engaging with us. Absolutely. And call in and join us on The Bouch. We love to hear feedback from episodes. If you tried some of our exercises we've done lately, answer some of our questions, applied some tips, let us know. You can also give us topics that you want to hear on The Bouch. And the number is, make sure you're listening, 323-505-2030. Yeah, we actually gave it to y'all this time. Hey. So. <laughs> Shout out to JJ. was like, yo, y'all got to give the number. He's I like, know, y'all keep right. saying I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> We don't know the number, so I don't know how to tell you the number, but we looked it up today. So that is the number, 323-505-2030. You can give us a call. We're not going to pick up. You can leave a message, and we will play it potentially and respond on the air. So what are we talking about today? Uh, Today we're talking about dealing with insecurity and, you know, everybody at, at some time in their life and a lot of times in our lives feel like they're not good enough or kind of feel a little less than or, you know, and then so many different areas of life, literally any area of life from your appearance to relationships to your home experience to your car. It could be anything that causes you to feel insecurities in life. And um, I was thinking about this because the other day something happened I was like dang like it was it didn't take too long I was feeling some kind of way and then all of a sudden I was like you know what I'm feeling real insecure right now about this um and it was kind of having to do with like work and like all of a sudden it's just like out of nowhere I was like yeah I'm not doing nothing big right now like I was just like talking crazy and I was like wait I'm not being so insecure and then I checked the flow app and I was like oh this is the pre-ovulation moment so it was just that so that also made me like Okay, but then I thought, like, so what can I do? Like, if I kind of notice I'm feeling insecure right now, like, what can I do? And so I started doing some things, which we'll talk about in the episode. And then I was like, you know, let's talk about this for the podcast. And so I started writing in the notes things that trigger insecurities and things you can do to combat it before researching it. Because you know how, you know, Carly, we like to Google and, like, find some Mm -hmm. stuff and some tips. But I was like, no, what would I really be doing right now without – you know, looking up things. And so I wrote those things down. Um, but then later we came in and add a little more meat to the episode, of course, for you. So we can know what we're talking about. But that's kind of what triggered this episode is that I was going through some moments of like feeling real, I was feeling real crazy. Um, but then I was like, man, how do you how do you deal with those moments? Um, what can you do? And and what does it mean? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and it fit in with life in general, very synchronistically, because I've been thinking about those things and reading about how to deal with that and people who have dealt with it. And everybody does um, from Kobe to MJ to everybody. So this episode is for everybody. So listen in and get some tips. So we'll start off with what does insecurity mean to you? I think insecurity is when you're feeling inadequate in some space. I think that's part of it Um, or kind of doubting yourself. 
I think it's that and also like a lack of confidence, um, not only feeling inadequate, but I mean, I guess that's in the same vein, just not feeling like you're good enough or not feeling like you're enough for a space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you're not feeling confident, or, or I think maybe like first you're like, I'm not good enough. And so you're not feeling confident. Mm-hmm. There you go. Maybe that, that's how it goes together. Mm-hmm. So like all of that as a package are kind of signals that kind of show you might be feeling insecure at the time. If you're questioning yourself and or if you are um, kind of feeling like you're not in a certain space that you think you should be or, you know, I think when you're questioning yourself and when you're doubting yourself, I think that's kind of, I want to say it's kind of obvious and I think it'll probably pop up when we talk about some of these triggers as well. Um, But it does happen to everybody. So feeling insecure isn't really the problem so much as how you deal with it. So in the case I was kind of talking about in the intro, like when I was feeling, starting to feel insecure, I started talking crazy. <laughs> uh, not to myself. Well, it's to myself, yes. So that was like, oh, that's not a healthy way to deal with it. But also I, I could see was like lashing out to like my partner because he was saying something. And I started, I was like kind of talking with an attitude. But really it was like one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm projecting my own problem mm. um, onto somebody else. And so I was like, man, what, why am I ta- talking like this? Like, seems kind of weird but how you react to it or how you deal with it is can what then become the problem because I think most of the time our like first go-to action if we're feeling insecure is most likely not the best course of action oh absolutely the things that you do when you just react are not usually not the best um reactions because that's also what it is and so I don't think we can ever or at least I haven't gotten there so if you have please let me know but in this journey of self-love and self-growth I've never gotten to the point where I don't get triggered or where I don't have those thoughts of insecurity, where I don't question myself sometimes. What has gotten better throughout the years is my response time, my mm-hmm. able, my, my ability to pause. And instead of like falling down this rabbit hole of like berating myself or lashing out or doing stuff, I'm pausing. I'm like, Skirt. like, what's going on right now? Let's check through this emotion and figure out what's going on. Like, where is this really rooted? What's going on? And in my life, insecurity looks like overthinking. Um, I start second guessing stuff that I know and that I know that I know and I've seen the fruit of me doing the work but I'm still questioning myself it looks like me overcompensating feeling like I have to prove myself feeling like I need to be everything to all people in relationship friendships or whatever and just trying to make up for this lack that I feel in myself sometimes like that's kind of how it shows up in my life and for me I would say it shows up a lot in procrastination so if I'm putting things off um, in retracting, if I'm kind of like, I'm going to just be to myself because, you know, instead of doing the calls and meetings or being out and about, you know, where you can actually, you know, make those kind of life connections that you need to make, I'm just going to like sink into myself. And also um, doing more to overcompensate in spaces like, for example, and, and it's not wild, but even when you're doing things like and you're putting on your outfit and you're trying on like four different shoes, like it's because you care about your appearance or what somebody's thinking about you in general um and things like that so it's like man if I'm feeling kind of insecure I might think differently about oh well let me put this on or that on um or do a little bit more I um man I'll probably be walling me out because every once in a while he looks at he just like looks at you know you put something on somebody looking like mm, and you're like oh man I gotta change my whole shit <laughs> like no it's, it's fine it's fine like now I'm change my whole shit because <laughs> you <laughs> fucked me up because now I feel like I look like a bum or something now um, they're like, mm, those shoes, like that will fuck you up sometimes. For sure. So yeah, things like that. And then, I mean, there's those light kind of things and then there's bigger things. Um, and, and sometimes I think 
people have reasons to feel insecure. Like, uh, for example, I have, this isn't the biggest thing either, but I have a huge birthmark on my back. Like as a kid, I hated it. Like I never wanted my back to be seen. Like I didn't wear any bikinis or anything like that. Um, people because of something with their body, maybe they Mm -hmm. have a scar a burn or, you know, things like that, that can cause you to feel insecure as well. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of those kind of appearance type things too. Um, outside of just the like insecure about skills and you know what you're able to achieve and things like that yeah and I mean trauma like all sorts of trauma things people have said teased you about man my (laughs) auntie um I used to have bangs like a terrible flat cut with these big ass bangs I got a bang story too got dog and so um at a certain point I think in fourth grade I got my own agency and was like I don't want bangs anymore And my mom was like well grow them out and so that's back when butterfly clips were fly now they're fly again but back then originally and I would Mm. pull them back so I'd have like two little pieces with two little bangs which Mm. apparently is hot again anyways my auntie um, projecting her own insecurities on me when I was a child, she saw me and she was like, your forehead is too big to not have bangs. And so I got so insecure mm-hmm. about my forehead. So I would always try to have my bangs like swoop to cover it. Mm-hmm. Even when I was playing basketball in my or in volleyball, my volleyball coach was like, bro, <laughs> you have to put your hair back. And I was like, no, nah. he's like, I don't care about your style. He's like, Carly, you will not play until your hair is back. Mm-hmm. And so I just had to give it up at that point. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. And then I only realized when I got older that it was her own insecurity because we both had the same forehead mm-hmm. <laughs> about mm-hmm. her forehead and what people have probably teased her or her own things. That's But but when we don't address them, that's the issue with insecurities. When you don't address them and you project them onto other people, it can really hurt them. Yeah. Um, My quick bang story, because it's real short, (laughs) is I used to go with my brothers. I think probably I dropped them off to the barbershop when we were younger. And my brothers were there and they're getting a haircut. And I think the barber asked me, either I joked about getting a little haircut or he, he was like, oh, you trying to get a little trim or something. And I don't know what what was said. Like, I didn't say anything rude or bad, I don't think. And maybe he wasn't trying to be mean. But he was like, yeah, and I know you cut them bangs yourself. (laughs) And I did. And I was like, damn. (laughs) Because I had cut my bangs myself. I used to cut them, like, I used to cut them and then, like, put a roller in it. So it was just, like, real, like, it was real doing too much. And it probably looked crazy. Y'all know them Beyonce bangs that everybody hated. (laughs) Yeah, except mine had, like, a twist to the side, like, curl. It was bad. But he was like, I know you cut them bangs yourself. Like, he just called me out so crazy. I was like, dang. That's my bang story. Yeah, I feel like everybody got a bang story. I tried to grow them out again, um, Mm. but I hated them. So I only took one picture of them. I was like, this shit is whack. And started pulling them back again. I can see you having bangs now, though. I've had bangs definitely since then. Like, in college, I still cut them myself. But I left them a little longer so they didn't (laughs) look crazy. Well, then they looked super crazy because they were long. And you see it called, like, China Doll when I was online for Delta and um, in that time, too. So Or people would be like, is that a wig on your head? Because my hair was black. And then I had, like, these long hair and long bangs. But whatever. Yeah. Um, But we got into what insecurity is and a little bit about the triggers. But where does insecurity come from? Uh, Isn't doesn't insecurity come from you doubting yourself? Or do you mean like what's are we talking about? What are triggers? Yeah, that like could lead to these feelings Um, of insecurity. So one of the triggers that I put down that I think leads to insecurity in general is comparison. I think that's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things, because. Uh, whether you're scrolling on social, whether you're just looking around yourself, watching TV, whatever, um, doesn't really matter. The source so much is that we, I think we 
tend to constantly compare to what we're seeing, whether it's somebody's lifestyle, somebody's body, the way they look, the way they did their makeup, like whatever it is. So I think comparison can very much trigger you to kind of doubt yourself. Mm hmm. I think another one is the present moment, um, like things that are actually happening around you, like conversations, maybe something somebody said was triggering and only being able to see that um, in the moment. So maybe you got rejected from this job you were applying to or maybe your partner gave you a look and you're like, damn, I got to change my outfit. Like, you know, any of those things can like lead to that. Yeah. And it's a trigger too. like sometimes that present situation because you're only thinking about right now, you know, like you're not. If so, if you got, like you said, rejected from an interview or, or from an opportunity, you're not thinking about all the times you did great in that space or in your work or whatever. But it's like focusing, I think, on that present situation is like what's going to cause you to for sure be triggered. Mm -hmm. um, another one kind of similar is imposter syndrome. Um, and I and I did that separately because um, it's kind of more of an internal thing. So, you know, you might just be telling yourself, like if you have imposter syndrome, you kind of have a habit of telling yourself, like I can't do this, or I don't know if I could do this, or I'm not going to do this well, or, you know, however that may sound for you. Um, but that's definitely going to trigger you kind of down that road of insecurity or feeling insecure. Absolutely. And then also criticism from others, which is real, like somebody saying something about your bank, somebody mm -hmm. saying something about your body or about your work or about, you the way you live in your life or your car whatever you know and th mm -hmm. those things are very real and I think that that's important to address because like insecurity like you can't I don't think like I said you can ever stop yourself from having it but it's like how you deal with it and so we'll focus more there but these are very real things that happen every day yeah especially on social media yeah so those are kind of like things that I thought about like could trigger insecurity, but then doing a little bit of research, I found um, one article that kind of gives like some situations where a lot of people can often feel insecure and what their kind of common go-to reaction is there. So looking through that kind of made me realize like, oh, in the different spaces where, uh, in, in other spaces where I kind of, I could see how somebody could be insecure here or I've been insecure there. And this is how you typically tend to act. And it's like, oh yes, yeah, definitely, you know, the road you go down. So the first one, when this is a huge one is jealousy in a relationship. So it says, for example, a cause of that could be if you see like maybe your partner is flirting online or, um, and again, whether real or projected it's you know, it's still something that affects you. Um, and it could cause you to question, you know, how they feel about you. Do they actually love me? Are they committed to me? And common reaction to that would be lashing out at the partner. And probably the biggest thing is like becoming controlling where you're like, yo, why are you doing this? Stop doing this. And, or, um, you kind of do little things to try to get them to prove themselves for you. Or like you want them to show that they care about you. Um, or you could get kind of defensive and shut down. So those are types of responses to jealousy in a relationship that really is you letting that insecurity out in those ways. Mm -hmm. um, another one is the jealousy from someone off of social media. Um, and I would even extend that so far as to like seeing people around you win, like your friends or mm -hmm. something and you haven't. I like, felt that before too. Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, like, dang, damn. Like, you trying to be happy, but it's like, damn, I got negative 10 like, cents. Damn, I'm whack right now. Like, <laughs> right. And so. Whack, whack juice. <laughs> so you start doubting yourself. So taking someone else's win personally, um, feeling bad for yourself is a, like common reactions are starting to feel bad for yourself, like careening down that path. 
like Jamaican bobsled team down that path, cool mm-hmm. runnings. Like, you know what I'm talking about whenever your thoughts just start to nosedive and you become kind of irritated with the other person. Like, oh, me good. It's like, all right, bro, that literally has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's where I was at the other day. And you get irritated with that other person. Um, another one is just being irritated with someone else's actions. And by that, we're talking about mm-hmm. like, um, if you've ever, like, I, if you've seen where like somebody's really like, blunt or direct or being themselves and it but you low-key like dang you like you're kind of hating on them but it's like because you wish you were more like that or if they just are that person like just attracts everything around them and all the people and everything's great um if you hear them on the phone sounding real confident and you know they're closing a deal like stuff like that being irritated with a person um can cause you to feel uncertainty about yourself and the reaction for that is again you're feeling bad about yourself um and you're irritated with that person and you, sometimes you kind of judge them like, oh, why are you so this or so that? Or like you kind of flip it instead of recognizing in yourself like, oh, I wish I had those qualities or man, like that person can really do what they want to do or whatever. That makes me think about our feminine energy episode. Like when you see a woman who just bad and knows she bad, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, she over there thinking she cute. Yeah, yep. she does. Yep. Absolutely. But I also saw <laughs> somebody, I saw somebody post on social media the other day and it was a tweet and it was like, the confidence and narcissism it takes to post a picture of yourself every day, I'm over it. And I was like, oh, mm. oh, that's you, baby. That ain't them. Yeah, that's you. That ain't got nothing to do with them. And you know what? <laughs> like, it's so interesting, too, because we really have to, like, you have to think about things you're about to say or how you're going to react, like, especially to, like, images and things on social, because that really does tell you about yourself. And, like, like scrolling, like, we all do it. Like, I'll scroll and be like, mm, that, that ain't it, or, you know, that fit, or, you know, whatever. But... I can very quickly know, like, I wouldn't say that and also look and be like, why do I care? Like, or that's not my business or she look good. Like, let her do her thing. Or why am I mad? They got 2000 likes for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not your nothing for you to worry about. And so like Carly was kind of saying at the beginning, the way we can catch ourselves with that is how, you know, like, okay, at least I'm aware Um, because those things are going to pop up immediately. But then it's like, and like, if you feel some kind of way, go take your picture, which actually is an example of um, inaction of that insecurity kind of from social. Because have I know you've done it before. I've for sure done it for, before. Let me not even throw you into it. But like if you see something or if you feel kind of down or feel some kind of way and then you like, oh, I want to take a selfie or you want to, you know what I mean? Like you want to put something up because I was like, well, damn, like how do I look right now? So don't let all that kind of cloud you and, and just focus on yourself. That's typically the root of most things. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, procrastination on a task is, like we said before, like that's something that I for sure do. Um, the cause of that can be not knowing how to do it or fear of failure, fear of what's going to happen. And a common reaction to that is putting it off and running to a distraction <laughs> and or. So like, you know, them times you're like, damn, I'm going to just do this tomorrow. Like I'm not in the space for it. You start tweeting or start doing something else. Um, that can be a cause or like an effect of you feeling insecure. Bro, that's me this week, the Spider-Man meme and that one. Mm-hmm. Like that's me and me right now. Um, I definitely have put off something that was I should have finished on Sunday. But uh, here we are, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it'd be too. It'd be like two weeks later. Like, <laughs> God, 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 why do I this girl emailed me something like four weeks ago and all I gotta do is find this YouTube link and send it. And I just every day I keep saying like, Oh, I'm gonna do it like and then I just, I don't even know why I haven't. No, I do because it's it's a project she's in that we shot and that we worked on, but it's not finished and it's not 
what I exactly what I want it to be. So I haven't sent it. So like that's that. Well, yeah, and mine is actually captions for Sanford and Anastasia's episode <laughs> because Monday was tax day and your girl did not do her taxes until Monday because I don't love myself. At least you enough. did her. Yeah, shout out to me. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do them on Tuesday. And then I just started putting it off. And I'm Friday. I'm like, man, it was such a good episode. And I'm like, man, I fucked up. So I was like beating myself up about it instead of just doing the captions. But I have them today. So Sanford, I got y'all. Okay. It's so funny how the longer you go not doing something, the more you be like, damn, worse and worse. <sighs> Yeah. Um, also, oh, this goes into the next one. Feeling mm-hmm. overwhelmed or behind on everything. The cause, um, uncertainty, whether whether you'll be able to handle everything. I would also say doubting your abilities, things not being the way you want them to be or not feeling like they're good enough or like they're perfect or whatever. And then the reaction is like the anxiety causes us to shut down, to find distractions, mm-hmm. to put it off and also to beat ourselves up about it. And feel yeah, bad, like huge, stress yourself out. Huge shutdown energy when it's like, yo, you know what? <laughs> nap time. You be having everything t- to do. I took a five hour nap on Wednesday, unintentionally. That's real. Hey, that means you needed it. Um, and then another another cause for insecurity can be taking things personally. Oh, you must add it. Yeah, I did. I added this and I don't think I did it right. (laughs) But I think um, to that point, taking things personally, like any time that you're taking something personally, Mm -hmm. it's typically an insecurity. Like, um, for example, like, oh, I text Lexi three days ago. She Mm -hmm. ain't hit me back. She must not be my friend or she must be mad at me. Or am I not good enough for a text back? And it's like, bro, she been busy. I ain't text you back. No, no, no. I was just making an example. You be throwing real life examples in here. And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. But I was like, um, I don't tend to take text personally because I'm not a great texter so it's funny like that but um I have before or like inviting someone to go somewhere with me and they're like no I'm good it's like oh they don't want to hang out with me (laughs) (laughs) or whatever but um like or even looking at people posting pictures like oh well she went hiking and this and this without Mm -hmm. me and it's like bro what that literally has nothing to do with you so anytime you find yourself which is a reaction I guess but anytime you find yourself taking things personally like anything somebody else says does how they're acting like check yourself like I think that's a great place and I guess um that kind of connects it really the root of insecurity is it has to do with your ego and you know you just being yeah taking things too personally making it about you and or deciding that things happening is gonna affect you in that way um to make you doubt yourself or that it says something about you when if it's something else um and sometimes it is like sometimes it directly is somebody saying something to you um and so maybe you can take that personally and somebody's like man those shoes but you know not everything so um, a lot of times we do it to ourselves and we are the ones just observing things but now we're putting all that extra on it um, to say like, oh, well, I guess I'm not good enough when nobody said that. So those are like common reactions. And those are the reactions that aren't very healthy. Um, and then before we get into like some of the ways to kick those insecure thoughts, just wanted to point out also the connection with insecurity and perfectionism, because, you know, all of these labels, I guess I can call it, all these labels kind of go together. If you're, um, you know, have ego issues, if you have a lot of insecurity, if you're a perfectionist, a people pleaser, um, because when we want things to be so awesome all the time, or when we have such a high bar for ourselves, I feel like we tend to be like all or nothing. So like, if I didn't get it, then it's like, man, if I'm down, I am down. Like you're sad. Um, and if you're doing great, you're doing great. Like you feel great. And only when you're like achieving or when things are going the way you want them to, um, And, you know, life's not always going to be that way. And so now you make it so that you're unable to consistently be in a feel good place because you're so um, 
you're so affected by this environmental stuff and this stuff outside where you're up and down, up and down, depending on how you're taking things. So if you're constantly disappointed and blaming yourself for anything less than perfect, you're, you're of course going to start to feel insecure and unworthy. And it's like, yo, we have to remember that we are great or good, like where you are and like kind of, you know, don't throw yourself down just because you didn't hit that hundred when you got like a 95. Absolutely. And my therapist, a couple therapists back, but said something that was a profound to back. me, a couple well, that's profound <laughs> to me at the moment. But she was like, what standard are you holding yourself to that you have to beat yourself up like this? And I, she was like, no, I really, I'm not, she's like, it's not rhetorical. I really want you to like, think about yeah, what standards you're holding yourself up to. And what I, what it ended up was like, I feel like I always have to be on. I always have to be the strong person. I always got to be the one to have ideas and be there for everybody and do this and do this. And you look at it and you're like, yo, that's so unrealistic. Like, no wonder I'm real. (laughs) Like, why am I, why am I like, no wonder I'm on this constant cycle of beating myself up and feeling less than because all of my standards are completely unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, write down all the things. um, Cause I always beat myself up about not getting things done. She was like, I want you to look at your week and write down every single thing that you ideally want to get done in a week. And like how long that takes. And I think to get everything done how I wanted to and to be as productive, I ended up like over 40 hours a day, like of the things that I, I like over 40 hours. That's a what day. I'm saying. That's why I'm not getting <laughs> so them like done. a month's worth of work in a week. Yeah, that's what messes up unrealistic. with our planners, too, because we be trying to put all this stuff down. It's like, You're yeah, not gonna dog, do it, one no. one task gonna take your whole day. And it's yeah. like, well. And so um, I think that's just important to take a moment to think about like what those standards could be that you're holding Mm, yourself to. Or mm -hmm. if you feel like you're not getting enough done, what do you expect yourself to realistically get done in this time? And not saying you're not superwoman or superman or super person, but like to figure out what that looks like for you. And then um, we're going into some things that will help you kick those thoughts. But I think that's a great baseline is to figure out like how far your vision is skewed of where you need to be. So I think that's a good exercise. Can you like say just the question part again? Like. What, what can you do? You can think about what standards you're standards. holding yourself to. So when, um, and in all spaces, kind of. Huh? Yeah, in all spaces. So like relationship, like, oh, man, I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. I want to always be able to cook dinner for my partner. But also you have two jobs and you work out and you hang out with your friends and you spend time with your family. Like, is that realistic? And mm-hmm. then just like looking at your expectations of yourself and kind of figuring out what you're actually able to do with where you are. Like maybe you're not there financially yet to be able to go on a trip out of the country every month, but maybe you can start with an Airbnb something or fuck Airbnb, which maybe you can start with like hotels or something (laughs) like around the U S and just figuring like out those things. But I think that sometimes we don't even have a base understanding of the expectations we have of ourselves Mm. and then wonder why we beat ourselves up so much for falling short. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good exercise. And, um, one, I guess I, I can't really call it a trend. I've seen it a couple of times in different ways. Um, something I've seen on Twitter, which I thought was interesting, like during this pandemic, was a couple of people tweeting in their own different ways. Like, yeah, today was one of those days where like I got up, I made my coffee, I meditated, I watered my plants, I got X amount of work done, I got all my emails to zero, I cooked my meals, they were healthy meals, I did this, I did that. And then being like, and this is completely unsustainable. Like when you think about like how we really like, yo, we're gonna have this routine and do this every day. And then when you actually do it, you're like, yo, I can't, you can't do that every day. No. Um, I would often like start my week out like Monday, Tuesday, be super fired, like getting so many hours of work done, being very productive. And then every time, like by Wednesday, it's like, yeah, I'm out. Like, and then it just goes like all the way downhill. So it's like, you know, you got to figure out yourself as well. And, and to what you're saying, like what those standards 
maybe not should be, but like what your standards are and like, all right, let's make this a little more real. Um, and so let's get into ways to kick the insecure thoughts. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all which ones I really just wrote down without looking at stuff because this yeah. is the stuff that I did. So, and I think of some too. Recognizing that they're just that insecure thoughts. And Carly touched on this earlier where it's like, all right, like I'm, I can realize like, I'm, you know, shouldn't be talking like this or shouldn't be thinking this way. And that's what I did too. The other day I was just like, all right, now it, it took very little time to go from feeling some kind of way to then identifying like, Oh man, I'm feeling insecure. Like that's what this root is right Ooh, now. That's that work you've been putting um, in. Yeah. But, but I still felt it, but I was like, all right, but I'm recognizing like, it's just these thoughts. And then of course, to look at my app and be like, Oh, okay. My hormones are a little off right now. It's like, I can separate myself, you know? So that was the first thing. Um, another one is don't act on those feelings and that's that pause. So like I said, I don't think we can stop the feelings from coming up, but you can pause and be like, mm, how do I want to respond to this? Do I even want to entertain this in this moment? Is this something I want to journal about later? Or maybe I want to be upset and be in my chest for 20 minutes and then let it go. Like you just have to be conscious and make sure that you're consciously choosing how you want to respond to these things. And instead of responding outwardly or judging others or saying something crazy to somebody else, talk back to your own inner critic. So, and I'm gonna I'm gonna connect this also to another thing where this is what I kind of did too. I was like, man, I gotta you know remember who you are and think about the great things you've done and the, your capabilities and and the achievements that you have you know had and can have, so that you're like no, this isn't, you know, it's not a real statement right now. This insecurity is not a real statement right now. Like I've done a lot of cool things and I'm doing a lot of cool things and like, you know, making it not real anymore. So talk to your own inner critic and, and tell them who's who. And whenever you have those reoccurring thoughts about certain things, like, man, you're not good enough for this client or this project. Whenever you have that evidence that Lexi's talking about, like your actual accomplishments, uh, your actual accomplishments and the things that you feel make you validated, which are valid without any of those. But the it's like, evidence on the contrary to those insecure thoughts it's like oh I'm, I don't think I'm good enough for this client but I have already worked with three clients that are 12 times as big as this company like oh and you're kind of like putting those negative thoughts or those insecure thoughts on trial and showing them like yeah nah dog we're not actually gonna go there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um also another thing that I did like immediately I just like started looking for a podcast so I would say maybe take time to listen to something like motivational or inspirational whether it's a podcast playlist that you like um an audio book you know things like that like when you when you're listening to podcasts or for me like when I'm listening to them I like I immediately feel like all right like I'm getting hyped up I feel better like oh I'm learning something or or addressing you know my thoughts or whatever and you know, of course, you still have to do the actions and do the work, but just to get out of that kind of space of just feeling insecure, um, for me, I love to just put something else on and, and listen to something that will inspire me. I like that, too. Um, and also thinking about what you can do to feel better in those areas that you might be insecure. So maybe, you know, you feeling yourself, you put on this outfit, you look in the mirror like, damn, my body's kind of not where I want it to be. It's like, all right, well, you know, how was I eating this week or how, you know, what can I do better next week to feel better in my body? Like, am I getting enough sleep? So just like looking in those certain areas and then make sure that, you know, you're putting in that work to help you feel better and to kind of process those thoughts off of your plate. And make sure you don't belittle um, the things that you are doing. So, um, 
you know, it, like in my case, I was like, man, I don't got nothing big going on. But it's like, okay, but what are the things you're doing? And like, let me think about those things and not act like that's trash or like that's not a part of the process as well. Even if you're doing foundational type things or, you know, whatever you're working on, those things are still very important. Um, and you have to view them as such in order to really put your best foot into that anyway. And like your best foot forward with your work is that you, you take all these tasks at, at the space where they are important. So don't downplay, you know, the things that you do have going on. Absolutely. Our perspective is always the most important. So it's how it's really how you're looking at things. Um, and in that, always focus on your efforts and not on the outcomes. So progress, not perfection. Like you're taking one step at a time, focus on that step and like, let that be enough for that moment. Mm -hmm. um, another one is relaxing into it. So maybe just taking a moment to breathe and, and let go of the tension and the anxi anxiety um, that you might be having in the moment. I constantly like every other day catch my fist balled up <laughs> And like, I still, I'm like, dang, like, I just need to relax. And I wonder if, because I, I started doing the thing where I get a massage every month um, with this uh, membership. And I was like, okay, it's not just like hunching over or looking at your phone, but it's probably like, I probably just hold a lot of tension, mm -hmm. uh, like in my shoulders or like if I'm, I'm always having a ball fist or whatever. And so making sure like you do take that time to breathe and like when you're feeling insecure and when you notice it, uh, just kind of breathe through it and kind of, you know. Hit it with the deep breaths and say you're okay. Every time I find my fist balled up, I think about you and like <laughs> your your thing about releasing that and the little Arthur meme. Um, but our bodies really do hold stress emotionally, and so it is good to get body work done to help you release those things. And that's why sometimes like yoga and when you're doing different hip exercises and things, you might feel angry or stressed or sad because we actually do hold that stress in our bodies. Um, another one is to get out of all or nothing thinking, and that's really hard for perfectionists or high achievers. Like it has to be everything or it's not anything and it's like you really got to let that go and learn to accept things as they are like otherwise you'll constantly be letting yourself down yeah you'll never be satisfied like that which is it doesn't feel good to feel like that either like to feel like mm -mm. nothing's ever right like that's that's ludicrous. that ain't no way to live fam. yeah and also learn to like yourself when you're not doing well so like we said like going back to if you're a perfectionist like if you know things are going well then you're going to tend to be a little more down. But it's like, how can we figure out how to feel good regardless? Um, and so I don't, I don't, I guess I feel like I need to give some tips around that. But whether that's thinking about the things that you're doing well, whether it's taking a moment to think about some gratitude. Um, and again, it's also maybe making sure you're separating or recognizing that you need to separate your identity from a lot of those different things and those achievements and, and kind of telling yourself like, hey, I'm, I'm worthy of everything regardless. Um, so you really have to be okay. Like you have to learn to like yourself when you're down. Um, down as in like, you know, things didn't go the way you wanted them to go. Yeah, you're worthy regardless of if you ever do anything else. It's just inherent. And I'm just laughing. I was laughing because I kind of was avoiding people this week because I was not having a good week. Like I was just in my head. I was kind of down about stuff. And my best friend called me. She was like, dog, you good? And I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of grumpy this week. I've been felt like I had a little cloud, and I was like, and I don't want to let anybody down. She was like, bro, nobody care about that. Like, that's just you. You're putting that on yourself. Like, we accept you, and we love you exactly as you are. Mm -hmm. And so I would also challenge you whenever you are in that, instead of withdrawing, maybe talk to somebody about it. Like, you know, and that way they can kind of give you some affirmation or at least help you get out of your own head, yeah. especially if you've been there all week. Like, be a real person. 
Yeah, and know that that's okay too. It's actually more fun that way because then it allows people the opportunity to be vulnerable with you. Because if I feel like you're perfect and always got things together, like I might not be as comfortable sharing that, you know, man, I had an anxiety attack this week and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't be insecure. I mean, you're going to be insecure. <laughs> so, say, yeah. <laughs> so when you're feeling insecure, think okay. about some of those things. And, and, most importantly, think about um, the awareness of like catching it and and what's going on. So really, like some of those effects we said, if you're starting to feel a little jealous, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're kind of doubting yourself, if you can catch your own self-talk, um, catch those things and then be like, man, how is this reflecting insecurity? Like what is going on here and what am I telling myself? What's that story? Um, and then think about some of these ways that you can, you know, switch that up or um, move through it into a space where at least you recognize like, yo, those are just my thoughts. That's my emotions. And that's not who I am. Absolutely. Um, and hit us at Carly's couch at Lextopia at CC fierce on Instagram, Carly Carpio on Twitter. Let us know, you know, what do you get insecure about or what are your triggers and kind of how do you deal with it? Because ours is by no means, uh, like one size fits all list. And I think different triggers take different things. So we're also always, you know, down to learn and maybe that'll help the listeners too. Um, don't forget to call us if you have other topics, but this week we actually have a shout out. So shout out to us for having a shout out. Um, and this week's shout out is the anchor school founded by destiny Woodbury through daily rigorous instruction and alternative methods for behavior intervention. The anchor school is dedicating itself to develop students academically, socially, physically, emotionally, and culturally into independent thinking problem solvers who are responsible, self-aware, kind, and empathetic. And I really think this is dope because our generation is starting to found these schools. So Destiny, Marcus, who was on the podcast, I think episode 126, um, just, you know, forming these places with love and with intention, making sure that the curriculum is culturally relevant and based on social and emotional learning, which I think we can all agree we did not get a great um, spread of that in our education. And so go check them out. They're in Houston, the Anchor School. I believe they're fifth through eighth grade, but we'll put the link in the show notes and you can go show support. I think they're um, they're probably taking donations, but also you can figure out how you can get involved. Cool. Yeah, that's great. I love hearing about um, when institutional type things are changing and evolving to actually be effective um, and to actually help students and not just kind of look for ways to categorize them and, you know, kick them out so that they look good or that their ratings are good and all of that. Like it's really supposed to be about the students. So um, I love to hear things like that. So shout out to Destiny. And then our question of the week and hit us up on social and let us know too, because I'm always down for some recommendations. Mm-hmm. What book are you reading right now? Books plural uh, i'm reading i just finished the power of now by eckhart tolle if you have not read that read it life-changing um on audible his voice is kind of sleepy though so mm-hmm. i would think about that um then i'm reading the ethical slut which is interesting it's a view on love and relationships and non-traditional forms of relationships they also tackle like jealousy and communication in ways that can help you even if you are in a traditional relationship or want to pursue that um i'm also reading um, what is that? Oh my gosh. I can think about it. The story brand book. Oh, building a story brand. Yep. Or so how to build a story, how brand. to build a story brand. So working on some Donald business. Miller, Donald Miller, and then all about love. Um, bell hooks. You've been reading that for about 20 Look, years. Dog, I'm back on. It. I dropped it Jeez. and it's back on. <laughs> hey, bell hooks. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, ma'am. Um, 
So the book I'm reading, I just got it a couple of days ago, is called, I want to say The Midnight Murder or Murders, The Midnight Murders. Um, it's a fiction. And it's like mm-hmm. London, 1958. So I'm like 19 pages in. But it's, it's pretty cool. I um saw Barnes & Noble's was back open. And I wanted to get a uh, book for somebody else is what it, really what I was getting. And then I was like, well, let me find something. So I just look at like the new nonfiction. I mean, the new fiction stuff um sometimes because i had just finished rereading untethered soul again so i was like let me not you know read another uh non-fiction and sometimes i like to get a little break so i just picked that up so it seemed like it's pretty good so far yeah so let us know what y'all are reading um would love to hear that we'll share some recommendations on instagram too yeah see y'all later you sounded like toad from mario (laughs) (laughs) bye Bye, yeah